Hello, lovely listeners. Welcome once again to another episode of the Link Platform podcast. The Link Platform is dedicated to the well-being of internationals, and we hope to do this by mobilizing, impacting, nurturing, and developing the international community. Don't forget to follow us on our social media pages. On Facebook is the Link Platform. On Instagram is the link platform and check out our website, which is the linkplatform.com. Our website has the counseling and therapy services and you can get in touch with us if you want or if you want to talk or share any issue. And we also have the blog, which is dedicated to telling stories of international experience. And today on the podcast, I'm happy to introduce Heidi Riga and she works with an international student group in Romania. Hello, Heidi. Hello. Um, thank you so much for inviting me. I'm really glad to be here. And thank you for honoring our invitation. We want to know a bit about you. So, Heidi, why don't you tell us about you, you know, your background and um, how it's been for you now? Yeah. Yeah. So um, my name's Heidi and I'm from England, I'm from the eastern um, part of England. I am 24 years old. Um and I studied music at university um, and I've now been living in Romania for um, about a year and a half um, and I really really love it here. Oh that's interesting so what how did the transition from England to Romania happen what was the reason for such a you know a huge step? Yeah great question Um, well when I was at university Um, I was involved in um, a student group and I really loved um, my experience um, of being being a student, having opportunities to ask deep questions about life and um, to be part of a community um, of people who um, we could explore. um, We could explore our faith and our beliefs um, and values um, and have open conversations. Um, I had a a few international student friends um, and it was something which I was I just found really interesting. Um, I'd always wanted to um, live abroad. Um, I thought it was an interesting experience. And Mm -hmm. so when there was an opportunity to come to Romania and help out um, with an international student group here, um, I thought that's an interesting opportunity, a good experience. So I came. Yeah. So why Romania? out of the many opportunities um, and places you could go to? That's a really good question. And it's a question that I get asked all the time. Um, <laughs> why, why would a British girl end up in Romania? Um, I, I don't really have um, a very strong answer to that other than um, there was an opportunity um, to come. And I, I came for one weekend and I thought yeah. this is a fascinating culture and I'd love to learn more about it. Um, since being here, I I feel like I've fallen in love with this country. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but there wasn't a particular purpose other than just that's where the opportunity was. Okay, that's interesting. So what are some of the differences that you see in the English culture and in Romania? Well, I I think the first one, and this is probably common across different cultures, is their perception of time. Um, as as an English person we like to start our meetings on time Um, (laughs) (laughs) as a Romanian 
a nice 10, 15 minutes more relaxed um, later start time is is preferable. Um, and yeah, that was, this took me a while to get used to that. Um, mm. But another big thing is the importance of family and community okay. in Romania. Um, Romanians, they, they stick together in their, their families, brothers and mm. sisters and aunts and uncles and cousins, and they, they love to spend time together. Um, yeah. And this is just not something that we particularly do in England. Um, mm. in, in England, we're much more individualistic. Um, we, we prioritize our friendships above our families. Um, and our communities are a lot more kind of one-on-one friendships than a whole community um, forming yeah. together. Mm. Okay, that's interesting. What about in the area of food? Oh, food. Um, oh, I love food. Um, Romanian, <laughs> food is, <laughs> Romanian food is great. Um, their, their food is a lot more, um, hmm, a lot more salty, um, a lot more fresh in some okay. ways, um, because everything is fresh and it's locally grown and, mm. um, we have seasonal vegetables and seasonal meals, um, Whereas most of food in, in England is imported, and so we can have whatever we want, whenever we want. Okay. And we don't really think about it. So, mm. yeah, Romanian food's a lot more natural, um, and but it's really good. <laughs> have you learned how to cook any dishes? Um, I haven't yet. Um, <laughs> I, I am currently enjoying being cooked for by my Romanian friends. Um, rather, but I, I probably should learn how to cook my own um Romanian food <laughs> with time with time with time yeah, exactly. you get to do that yeah so how has your experience been just with the people before we move on to your work with international students yeah so I think one thing which I first um realized in Romanian culture is that although at the beginning um they are um, maybe they're they're a bit more closed to strangers, okay. but when you enter the family, when you become part of the community, then mm-hmm. suddenly you are welcomed. Um, but I found for me that it took quite a long time to build friendships and to build a community because um, because I didn't belong. Um, I, I I don't know what your experiences are of culture shock, but for me it was um, the first six months was was really hard um, and yeah just challenging to to find myself here and to know um, who I am. Um, learning another language is, is is challenging and communication is therefore a lot harder. Um, but I, I've come to a point now where I'm beginning to say I feel like I'm at home here. Um, but okay. it's taken a long time. Um, mm, yeah. So you mentioned that you so you, you are learning their language. Yeah. So I probably spend about half of my week now speaking mm-hmm. Romanian and wow. half speaking English. Mm. Um, and I have some friends with whom I only speak Romanian. Um, okay. I, I have some which we speak bilingually um, okay. and still others who are, we mainly speak English. Um, yeah. But I think, yeah, learning a language is, is a beautiful way to discover a new culture. Um, yeah. And it's, it's a really honoring thing as well um, to say, I, I love this people group and I want to get to know them. Um, yeah. That That's one of the reasons why I moved mm-hmm. to Romania, because okay. um, I've experienced that God loves me and I wanted to show 
um, to show Romanians how loved they are by God. Um, God yeah. So one of the ways I can do that is by learning that language. Yeah, that's true. That's interesting. So you mentioned that um, you are now beginning to feel that you are at home. And for the first six months, you didn't feel that you belonged. I want us. I want you to help us go through that process of, you know, the transition with not feeling that you belong to the point where you feel that you belong because most of the internationals and when I was in the UK too I had that feeling and now I'm in France and I I have that feeling because I just moved here in August so could you just help us understand how you went through that process to be able to come to that point of saying I I belong and I'm so interested that I'll continue to stay and learn their language and be part of their culture yeah, I think everyone's um, process is, is a bit different. Um, culture shock is so personal. Um, I think, and I, there's still a long way I can go to feel um, comfortable and at home. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm certainly not there yet, um, but I'm definitely on my, so definitely on the process. Um, yeah, I, definitely. <laughs> I think for me, some of the way, some of the things which helped me was to um to find local friends um it's very easy to stay within an international community which is great i love international communities um but having local friends who can help you to understand the culture who you can ask questions of um i I have found that to be really valuable um i think spending time doing things the way that a romanian would do them um, has been helpful so being the only non-romanian in a group Although at first it felt really intimidating, especially when they're speaking Romanian quickly and I am struggling to follow the conversation. Um, I have found, um, yeah, I I have found that those those experiences of being in local people's homes, of eating food, of playing games, of doing things the way they would do them rather than the way I would do them um, has been really helpful in my transition. Um, and I do think I would encourage you if you're living abroad somewhere to at least start to learn their language. Um, yeah. Perhaps you'll never become fluent if you're only living somewhere for um, a year or two. Um, but even simple phrases so you, that you can navigate the shops and the markets and um, ask people on public transport how it works Mm. even those simple interactions I think help you to begin to feel that you can be part of um, the culture. Those are very helpful tips so um, make local friends and immerse yourself in the culture through games, food, if possible learn their language. I think those are very very important um, points that you've given. I remember my time in the UK and my best moments were you know, uh, being invited by families to come in, you know, eat British food or, you know, a few things. And some of the things that I took away was tea. Now I enjoy drinking afternoon tea, (laughs) morning tea, evening tea. Those are some of the things that I learned just, you know, by being involved um, with the activity. So thank you for for sharing that process. Please continue. I really love that comment of tea because tea is just so important to us, but it's not just... Um, I think it's a really good example of something cultural, which mm-hmm. is more than just an item of um, something which you eat drink. Um, because when I say, would you like a cup of tea or let's have a cup of tea? It might be because someone's had a bad day. 
oh yeah I'll, I'll make you a cup of tea and it's a it's a sign of comfort and friendship which goes yeah. beyond just simply let's have a drink because I'm thirsty it has yeah. a comfortable meaning which is so much stronger um yeah and so I think that's true in every culture that there are there are things which have a cultural meaning, which mm-hmm. yeah we need to learn to ask questions about those if we ever want to understand the new culture we're experiencing. Mm, yeah, I think you've 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 said it better than I have because when somebody invites me for a, or let's meet for an afternoon tea or something, it's usually because we are going to have a conversation, and in the conversation they're going to ask me how am I doing, how has school been, you know, how has this been, or how are you coping with this. So that's very true. That it's not just about the drink, but you know, the the culture that comes with it. You know, finding out how you are doing. So you've you've really expanded as well. So thank you for that. <laughs> You're okay, so now let's talk about um, your work with the International Student Group. So what is the International Student Group about and what do you, what are some of the things that you do, some of the activities that you have? Yeah, so um, the International Student Group, um, we, we started it a few years ago um, by a group of Christians who wanted to welcome internationals um, into their country Um So we are um, a group of internationals and Romanians. Um, We meet together for various different activities. Um, At the moment, most of the stuff is online due due to the pandemic restrictions. Um, But we we want to be um, a safe place for students to to share about their cultural um, experiences, um, maybe the things which are similar or different, um, to have fun together and to build friendships. Um, to have time to practice the language as many international students are trying to learn Romanian. Um, And yeah, just to have an open, safe space where we Mm -hmm. can explore our values, our beliefs, um, and yeah, just talk about um, the things which really matter to us. So how many times do you meet in a week? And how do you get the internationals to be involved in the activities that you do? Do you have partnerships with other universities? Um, yeah, so we, we, we normally meet once a week, um, okay. although um, many of the friendships go beyond our um, mm-hmm. official meetings um, and we just hang out as friends. Um, yeah, we, we advertise on social media, um, the events that we're doing, um, but we also just rely on um, students inviting other students, inviting their friends, okay. um, because I think... Um, often when you arrive in a new country you find the people who are from your country Um, Mm -hmm. and so once we have connected with one African student then we find we have 10 African students Um, (laughs) because people come in communities Um, Mm -hmm. but it's it's a really great opportunity to not just spend time with people from your community um, but to also interact in a broader international community where you can share your experiences because as you view the new culture together you'll find that you have some um similar um maybe frustrations or joys um and some which are different but it can just be helpful to talk to another outsider as you process your cultural experience yeah that's true so so give us like a typical um, thing that you guys do, like when you meet, how do you, because I also know that there's a, a Christian aspect to it. So does that mean that people who come are Christians or you go beyond that? Yeah, so we, we have various different types of events. Okay. Um, 
some which are more um, a, a place to explore um, different topics from um, from a Christian perspective or to read the Bible if it's the first time you've done that. Um, but some are just um, we want to be friend, friends, um, whatever your beliefs, we want to have a safe space um, okay. for you to come and enjoy friendship together. So some things that we do is we play games together. Um, mm. Often we choose a topic to discuss, um, whether um, a, a big kind of life question about freedom or suffering or um, hope um, or whether it's something which is um kind of thematic on a, a cultural event um we're just about to talk about valentine's day um and the topic of love um because um because it's thematic well we talked okay. about thanksgiving or christmas um last year we talked about ramadan um okay. so yeah just taking um taking events or experiences which may be more popular or more well-known in one culture right. um, and exploring those together. Um, one of my favorite events that we did was a cultural night and we had different students from all over the world who just shared um, 10 or 15 minute presentation about their country and they could say whatever they liked, whether that was their food or their um their landscape or a bit of their language um, or some of their political um, yeah, experiences. Um, but it was a real, really wonderful and insightful way to, to discover each other's cultures. Um, yeah, I remember uh, I was involved in such a thing and then I cooked jollof rice for uh, my people because that they were learning about Ghana. So mm -hmm. um, to represent the food, I did some jollof and then we taught them a few things. And, you know, in Ghana, we have Monday, you have a name, Tuesday, you have a name. So we had a few people, you know, tell us the days they were born and then we gave them those names. So if you are Saturday, you are Amma. So then we call you Amma. And it was really fun. And we had other, you know, countries also come to do presentations and, and that was really, really fun. So yeah, I, I must agree with you on that. <laughs> yeah. I, I long for the time when we can meet physically again and we can cook each other our, our own country food. Yeah. Um, that will be a joy. Yeah, you mentioned that the COVID had um, an impact on your meetings. So how much of an impact is it and how do you run your, your meetings now? Yeah, so in March when everything kind of went into lockdown, we moved our meetings, which we met physically, um, to meeting online on Zoom. And that has been how we've met um, for the past well, almost coming up to a year now. Um, we've been meeting online um, we're, when we meet as a whole community and then encourage people to have one-on-one um, -on -one or kind of, kind of friendships um, from the group um, to meet in person, to go for a walk, to go to the shopping mall. Um, so we are, um, yeah, we, we may not um, be able to be a whole community all, all together physically. Um, we have been able to, we went ice skating together um, we've been on a hike together um, as restrictions are beginning to be lifted if we want to do outside activities. Um, there are yeah. still restrictions, which is frustrating, but that is the world we're currently living in. So um, just you've been working with internationals for a while and I'm sure you've had people come to talk to you. What are some of the issues that people go through as international students? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, one thing which we, we often talk about is culture shock and the, the, the seasons and the transitions of culture shock. So when you, when you arrive, you first have a honeymoon period, um, but things kind of 
um, then become hard and you go through a shock period and then you kind of transition as you um, as you settle and you um, work through some of those differences. Um, so we often talk about culture shock um, and at different points in the year because um, you'll be going for a different phase. So we come back to this topic. Um, I think another um, thing we, we like to discuss um, is just about putting questions and asking questions to be curious people, um, to listen and learn from um, from those around us. Um, I think it's a really great opportunity as an international student, um, but it's not always easy. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, we might also um, discuss about tolerance and how we can learn to love and accept um, those people who are different to us mm-hmm. as something which we all need to learn. Um, yeah. And yeah, I think there are there are also some particular struggles, which is common to all students. Um, but I think okay. especially when you're far away from home, um, something like loneliness or isolation or mental health um, struggles, um, creating friendships which feel safe and with with whom you can um, be cared for and you can care for others. Um, yeah. Yeah, some of those topics are, are really important. I think especially during this time where yeah. um, we are just more distanced and more isolated. Um, mm-hmm. We just need to be more aware of how we're doing and whether we have um, yeah, structures in place to um, to help us to flourish. Yeah. I, I know you are not an international student, but you are in a place that um, is not your home, um, making trying to make a home there. So let me put you on the spot and ask that, have you had um, some of those feelings, you know, and how have you dealt with such things, such as loneliness, you know, your struggles? I mean, you've shared a few struggles already, but how did you deal with it? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not an international student, but I think the same... Um... This, the same issues are really applicable to me personally. Yeah. Um, I think, I think especially at the beginning, um, I've, I, well, at the, at the very beginning, I was so excited by everything around me. Everything was interesting. Um, yeah, the honeymoon period. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, oh wow, like this is really cool. And then, and and then I think there's this there's this sense of not belonging, and I something which I still have now, but in mm-hmm. it comes in different waves in, in different seasons of what that looks like, and often it's the it comes just after oh I thought that I understood or I thought that I belonged. And then something happened and I realized, not quite. I will never be a Romanian. I will never quite fit here. Um, and, yeah, I think that for um, for me, that's been one of the, the struggles of always feeling like I'm almost there, but not quite. Um, mm. And, yeah, I think some things which have helped me during that is um, is friendships, both keeping in touch with friends from home um who who know me and can encourage me when I feel isolated um around people here um keeping friends within an international community who perhaps feel the same as me um but also just being really vulnerable and honest with my Romanian friends to say look when this happens this is how I feel or 
can you help me to understand this? Because I don't quite understand or I didn't quite follow the conversation. And so often after we've had an event or something or I've spent time with my Romanian friends, Mm. I later go back and ask questions and say, I feel like I missed something. Um, Could you just explain what that was? Um, So, yeah, I think asking good questions, kind of creating a support network around you, um, and then learning to be vulnerable and honest, um, which is not always easy because um, it's so easy just to post on social media the the photos of the new places you've been to or the new food Mm. you've tried. Um, But living abroad is not it's not always easy and and sometimes I think we give the impression that everything is a hundred percent amazing all the time um but it, but it's not and I think we need to create friendships and contexts in which we can be honest with that um yeah create friendships in context that's great thank you so much I mean those are very vulnerable um things that you've shared with us about being honest that is not always rosy when you are in a new place. And um, Heidi has shared some very, very essential points with us, create a support network. And some of these things have even been mentioned on our blog. So go and visit the link, the linkplatform.com blog and read it. So create that support network. You should have a support network that you can be vulnerable and honest to and ask questions. And your support network can be friends from home. So you keep in touch with them or internationals. Thank you. Those are very, very, um, very essential points that we need to keep stressing on so that people know that, look, it helps when you are lonely. Okay, so um, can you just share, let me put you on the spot again, share some of the things that you miss about England. I mean, obviously, you definitely miss something about home. What What are some of the things that you miss about home? Yeah, I think, um, well, obviously, some of the important things, kind of the family and the friends, um, which we always miss those people who are dearest to us. Yeah. But I think about England specifically, um, I really miss green land. Like, okay. because England is such a wet country, um, we, we, it's very green and grass is really important to all of us. And <laughs> it's kind of neat front garden, which we, we like to have. Um, mm. So I think I, I, I miss just seeing that. Um I think I miss some of the food um, and it's weird when you live abroad, you begin to miss the weirdest of foods. They're not not things which you have regularly, but because you can't find them, suddenly they're like the most important thing in the world. Um, (laughs) um, I'm I'm, I'm thankful for packages of tea and chocolate so I can can enjoy that. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I think I miss some of the humour as well. Um, some of our maybe more um, British phrases. I have some American friends here, and I've realised even though we all speak English, um, we speak a very different English. Um, even my my English has adapted to become more international. To not say phrases which people won't understand. Understand. <laughs> um, but at the same time, when I speak to someone with someone from home on the phone and I realize oh that's the language which I used to speak but I don't speak anymore (laughs) 
<laughs> that's very true because in Ghana we speak English, but then some of the things that I say people don't understand. So I'm like, okay, now I believe that we have Ghanaian English because <laughs> some of the phrases and the funny comments, yeah, people don't get it. So yeah, that's that's very true. I'm I'm talking to Heidi, and Heidi works with an international students group in Romania, and she has been sharing um about herself and about what she does with international students group and we've had such an interesting conversation and um, don't forget it's the link platform you can follow us on facebook and on instagram and we are bringing our conversation to an end so heidi what are, what is what are some of the things you would tell um internationals um since you work with international groups and um, you've had the opportunity to even move to a different country and had some experiences of an international so what would you tell to people who are aspiring to be international or people who are just in a different environment that they are used to yeah i think i would firstly say make the most of the opportunities that you have um spend time with people explore um where you're living um with looking trying to look through and the eyes of a local go to the the coffee shop around the corner which nobody knows about instead of going to starbucks um <laughs> kind of yeah and then be be curious about about the people you're meeting ask lots of questions um you can never ask too many questions whether that's of a local person or another international student um get to know them find out about their culture um about their life experiences um and also um maybe their their differences of opinions or beliefs um about big topics in life i've i've found the experience of living abroad has really opened my mind to um just to new ways of doing things and new new ways of understanding things um and yeah i don't think i think it's changed me forever i can never go back to who i was before this experience so yeah. yeah yeah i think just make most of these opportunities and don't be afraid to reach out for help um it's not always easy and so um yeah if you don't if you don't have a community or or you um want to find that find a community i'm sure there might even be um space through the linked in platform to um to yeah. connect with other internationals um but create a community and find people um around you who you, who you can care for and who can care for you yeah thank you so much heidi riga for such an interesting conversation and create a community that you can find people that you can care for and they can also care for you make the most of the opportunity that you get be curious and get to know the culture of where you are you can never ask too many questions thank you so much heidi we guys been so lovely having you on the platform you're welcome thank you for the opportunity yeah my name is makafri otrichum i have been your host on the link platform podcast until we hear from each other once again it is bye